Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What is going on, everyone? And welcome back to the channel. I hope you're all doing well. Now, today, I'm delighted to say that I'm back with a couple of Entitled Parent stories. Back with a, a normal video. If you haven't seen my video from a couple of days ago, guys, um, long story short, well, watch it. It's on screen now. But but long story short, um, I have COVID at the moment. So um, for that reason, there wasn't a video yesterday. I felt pretty terrible. And the day before, I felt pretty terrible. If you go back and watch that video, you'll see I don't look too good in it. But um, today, I'm feeling a bit better. Still feverish. Still not amazing. But um, I feel well enough to make a video. So that's what we're going to do. Two fantastic stories for you. Let's get into them. I hope I don't die in the meantime. Drunk entitled mum thinks it's my responsibility to watch her kids while she continues to drink. Like millions of other people, at the beginning of the pandemic, I lost my job. Fortunately, I managed to obtain another job delivering desserts for a bakery. Now, this particular shop was really small, but it had two small counters in the front window facing outside. Pre-pandemic, these counters would allow a couple of people to sit and enjoy their sweets while watching the world go by. During the pandemic, our city allowed no indoor dining, so we could have customers come in and order, but they had to leave the shop to eat elsewhere. Additionally, last fall, the city shut down the streets in front of the shop to allow the numerous restaurants on the street room for outdoor dining. On slow days, I would use one of the counters to set up my laptop to try and find another job and also people watch. One particularly slow Saturday afternoon, I noticed two kids, probably four and six, running amok. These kids were annoying diners and just creating a nuisance, including pulling down some promotional material we had out front. I finally located their mother, the entitled mum of this story, who was sitting halfway down the block with someone else with several bottles of wine on the table. Finally, I had a delivery just as the very visibly intoxicated entitled mum comes into the shop with her two kids. I hop on my bike and take off. About 10 minutes later, I come back and immediately see these two kids are at the counter and it's a complete disaster. There's ice cream all over the counter, the window and the wall and the entitled mum is nowhere to be seen. I walk into the back and ask the shift lead why the kids are eating in the shop. He doesn't even bother to look up from his phone and shrugs his shoulders. At this point, I'm irritated because these kids are destroying the front of the shop and I'm going to have to clean it up. I decide to go out and find and confront the entitled mum. I say to her, I'm sorry, but because of city ordinances, your kids cannot eat inside the shop. Where are they supposed to eat then? The entitled mum slurs back. She's literally sitting at a foretop with two empty chairs. Well, they can eat anywhere other than inside the shop. I'm busy right now. As she takes another very healthy drink of wine. If you cannot get them right now, I'm going to have to call the police. We can't risk a fine and closure because your kids are eating inside. Oh, F you. At this point, I start walking back to the shop. The entitled mum must have realized that this could end very badly for her if she doesn't get her kids and stumbles after me. At this point, all she needs to do is go into the shop, tell the kids to grab their ice cream sandwiches and leave. 
or just leave the ice cream sandwiches for me to clean up. But no, she takes it to the next level. She walks in and grabs the first kid's ice cream sandwich and loudly slurs, That butthole is making me throw away your ice cream. She then proceeds to slowly walk the 10 feet across the shop to the trash can while just glaring at me. All the while, the kid pleading with her not to throw his ice cream away. The first ice cream sandwich goes into the trash can. She then slowly walks back over to the second child, grabs his ice cream, and proceeds to again keep glaring at me while she walks back to the trash can and throws it away. By now, both kids are absolutely hysterical. A potential customer walks in, sees what is happening, and promptly leaves. In one last act of defiance, the entitled mum grabs the napkin holder, throws it on the ground, and drunkenly screams at me, F you, I'll get you fired. Finally, she was gone. I walked into the back to see the shift lead still firmly planted on his butt, looking at his phone. I grabbed the cleaning supplies to start cleaning up the store. Now, I've not worked in the restaurant or hospitality industry since I was in college in the late 90s, and I never remember putting up with rubbish like this back then. Honestly, guys, the idea of a woman being out in a public place, just getting absolutely obliterated on alcohol, and then being, you know, in charge, responsible of her kids at the same time is disgusting. It doesn't even matter if she's entitled or not. Like, just that idea is ridiculous. And realistically, no sane person or no good parent would ever do that. I mean, you're in danger your children so much by by putting yourself in that position it's so stupid honestly i know it's pretty deep but if i was in that situation and you see this woman just downing wine and her kids just as you said running amok call the police it's not your problem i know it's like you probably don't want to do it and it seems a little bit harsh but call the police because honestly these children are in danger with their mum just getting smashed on wine not even looking after them now moving on to our second story of today's episode entitled aunt nearly ruins free vacation Little disclaimer guys, this story happens before the pandemic. I love Ireland. My grandmother told me stories and inspired a pride and love for my heritage and taught me how to properly represent myself. Now I'm not Irish, but my ancestors were. Years ago, I started studying Gaeligi, the Irish language. Now I'm still very novice at speaking and understanding it, but I do enjoy trying to learn and I like hearing it spoken. I was starting to think about another trip when one of my cousins contacted me. We never had much contact because we grew up so far apart, but I liked him well enough. He'd started learning Irish and was interested in having someone to practice with. So we did. We helped each other and learned together. It's a difficult language and like I said, still very novice. Well, I was planning a trip to Ireland. I've been a few times, but this time I wanted to stay in the Gaeltacht, the regions of Ireland where Gaelic, Irish, is primarily spoken instead of English. The people there do speak English, but as a second language. I thought my cousin would enjoy a trip as well. I spoke with my uncle and we made a deal. Since my cousin was in his first year of college, I told him if he finished his freshman year with at least a 3.5 GPA, I would pay for him to go with me. He worked really hard and was mostly taking honors classes and came out with a 3.4. I of course let him feel a little grief from trying so hard only to come up short. Then I told him he'd still be going with me. You could say I shouldn't have, but he genuinely worked very hard and I believe he earned it. Plus, he's a good kid and I want to encourage him to keep working hard in his education. Now, for a quick little bit of background on my cousin's parents. Aunt Kat and Uncle Tom are people of limited means. Not speaking poorly of them, Uncle Tom works hard to give them a comfortable life. 
Aunt Kat is my dad's sister, and the grandmother I mentioned earlier is her mum. Uncle Tom is the son of Italian immigrants. While trying to put my cousin Ben through school, they couldn't afford to send him on vacation. But I assured them the whole trip was on me. I actually was splurging a bit because I wanted it to be an awesome experience for my cousin. I got business class seats for the flights and booked two rooms at a really nice bed and breakfast. I was excited, but my cousin was so pumped he was shaking. Then Uncle Tom calls me and asks if there was any chance I could include him and Aunt Kat on the trip. He understood it was a huge thing to ask and stressed that it was no pressure. I thought about it a bit and decided I would bring them along. My grandmother would have praised the generosity. I told them that since it was so close to the trip, I could only get them economy seats, and he said it was fine. I also managed to book another room at the B&B. I also stressed that the purpose of this trip was for cousin Ben and I to interact with native Irish speakers, but there would be time for some sightseeing. We could also visit the town our ancestors came from in County Mayo. This is where I learned what a Karen my aunt Kat is. It started at the airport. I'd managed to upgrade their tickets to Economy Plus, which on an international flight is not too bad. But my aunt was saying that my cousin and I should sit there while the grown-ups get the nice seats. I was 30 at the time and my cousin was 19. My uncle looked embarrassed. My aunt told cousin Ben to give her his ticket, and he almost did. I had to nip this in the bud. I paid for all these seats, so I will determine who sits where. Those are still nice seats. Enjoy your flights. Yeah, I mean, Economy Plus on an international flight. I've done it before. It's very nice. A big upgrade on Economy, that is for sure. Aunt Kat then said, Oh, so since you paid for everything, you think you're in charge? Yes. And if you don't like it, you can go home. She huffed, but stayed silent. Uncle Tom gave me a wink, and Cousin Ben apologized for his mum's behavior. At one point, he quietly said to himself, She always does this. Great. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. We arrive in Ireland and took a cab to our bed and breakfast. The first two days were great. Cousin Ben and I went out and tried to awkwardly converse with the locals who were as gracious as you could wish for and helped us a lot. We mostly did stuff separately from my aunt and uncle, which was fine. But I noticed my aunt was getting a little edgy. And on our fourth morning at breakfast, she snapped. One of the girls working at the bed and breakfast brought them their breakfast and apparently greeted them in Gaelic, like she did every morning. That was the point where everyone there began to hear, Does anyone in this freaking place speak English? Jesus Christ, it's like being in a foreign country. My grandmother lived her whole life here. She can speak English. Why can't you? Before I could appreciate that my aunt had actually said it's like being in a foreign country, I was out the door and running across the yard. I apologized to the poor girl and gave her a 50 euro note. 
then went to talk to my aunt. Do you not understand what I told you about this part of Ireland? I thought I explained that Irish Gaelic is the primary language spoken here. Most people will start interactions in Irish and it's a big part of the B&B's business too. She just sat in her room looking huffy and Uncle Tom told me he'd handle it. He'd fallen in love with Ireland and had been thoroughly enjoying the trip, so I let him deal with it. Then I went to talk to the landlady to ensure we wouldn't be thrown out. Now she of course didn't tolerate mistreatment of her staff, but she said if it did happen again, they would have to leave. That day, I had rented a car and would be driving out to where my ancestors originally lived near Castle Bar. I invited my aunt and uncle, but my aunt just stayed in the room, so the three of us went out without her. It was an emotional thing visiting that little village, and I can't describe it, but my cousin and I both felt like we could feel the spirits of our ancestors there. I know it's corny, but it was powerful. We found the graves of some of them as well. Now my uncle was mostly silent and respectfully let us experience it. Later, he told us about his parents leaving Italy. The rest of the trip was pretty quiet, but Aunt Kat never left the room or spoke to anyone there. Although she did charge a pretty expensive lunch to the room on my card through a local high-class restaurant. Uncle Tom offered to pay me back for it, but I refused. We flew back and the whole flight, my cousin was going on and on about how amazing it was. It was clear that he'd found a new love for international travel. So I told him if he keeps his grades up, maybe we could go again the next summer. All right, and there we go. Um, Yeah, hopefully you guys can go on more fun trips abroad, not just to Ireland, but to other places as well. Clearly, you've, you know, you sparked some love for traveling there from your cousin, Ben. But um, yeah, maybe maybe next time don't include, well, at least not both parents. Tom can come. He seems like a good bloke, but um, Aunt Kat, nah. If she's just going to go to another country, well, I mean, country, she said she didn't even realize it was a foreign country. Incredible scenes. But if she's going to go and just sit in her room and, you know, just be horrible and miserable the whole time, no point her going anywhere but yeah instantly when when she said okay because we're adults because we're the older ones we get to sit in the uh, in the business class seats despite her getting a free vacation from that point on it was going to be pretty obvious that yeah this is not going to be a smooth sailing trip with her that is for sure anyway guys that is going to do it for this episode of r slash entitled parents hope you have enjoyed it it's good to be back not gonna lie i you can still probably see i'm, I'm still sweating i don't feel that great but um, at least I feel well enough to record unlike yesterday. Um, we'll see what the next days, you know, bring in terms of COVID. Like if I start feeling much worse again, then I'm, I'll be honest, I'm probably not gonna be able to record. But follow me on Twitter and Discord and um, Instagram. Those are the best places to keep up with me and see if I'm recording for the day. Those are all linked down below, guys. So um, yeah, hopefully I'll feel good. And um, hopefully you have a good day as well. I'll see you all tomorrow, I hope, with a brand new video. 